Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 349 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the last psalm today, Psalm 150, and our focus is on how many ways can we praise the Lord and why should we praise Him and where should we praise Him. Well, every day we are digging into God's Word and looking to it for answers and instructions on how to lead our lives and follow the Lord. Our goal is to encourage you in daily Bible reading, and you can jump in at any time and join with us. And I want to invite you to tell a friend about the show and also to point them to our website, which is Bible2021.com. That's Bible2021.com. We have now reached the last summit of the mountain chain of Psalms. It rises high into the clear azure, and its brow is bathed in the sunlight of the eternal world of worship. It is a rapture. The poet-prophet is full of inspiration and enthusiasm. He stays not to argue, to teach, to explain, but cries with burning words, Praise Him! Praise Him! Praise ye the Lord! Well, Those were not my words. That is how Charles Spurgeon introduces the last psalm in the Psalter, or the Book of Psalms, and I don't think I could exceed his majestic wordsmithing here, so it makes a fitting introduction for us today as well. We have reached the end of the psalms, having read many dozens of them together, and today's psalm is short, sweet, and wonderfully focused on the first and greatest commandment, exhibiting full-throated and wholehearted worship praise and love of God. It's so good. We're going to read it twice today, once at the front of our discussions and once at the end. Psalm 150, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Hallelujah. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. Praise him for his powerful acts. Praise him for his abundant greatness. Praise him with the blast of a ram's horn. Praise him with harp and lyre. Praise Him with tambourine and dance. Praise Him with strings and flute. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So how can we praise God? Where can we praise God? What shall we praise God for? Who should praise God? Look, in less than 70 words, the psalmist answers all of those questions for us. We may praise God with our breath, singing and shouting and speaking his praise. We praise him with kind of skilled and sophisticated instruments like the harp and the lyre and the flute and other various stringed instruments. But we also praise him with like loud and blasting instruments like cymbals and a loud ram's horn. We praise him with tambourine and dance. Whoever said Baptists can't dance has never read and processed the Psalms. Who should praise God? Well, every created being that is able to draw in and expel breath should praise God. Where can we praise God? Only at church? Well, of course not. Both in his sanctuary and his mighty expanse are we told in Psalm 150 to praise God. And I take his mighty expanse to basically mean the totality of creation. We praise God in places of worship and worship gatherings, sure, but also quite literally all across the multiverse. What shall we praise God for? Well, two things, really. We praise Him for who He is, in other words, His abundant greatness, and we praise Him for what He has done, in other words, His mighty acts. This is a simple psalm that captures the very height 
of what humanity can attain to, which is quite simply the praise and worship of our great God. I note that in the CSB, this psalm begins and ends with the word hallelujah, which is basically a one-word translation of two Hebrew words, halal and yah, meaning, very simply, praise Yahweh. And interestingly, the Hebrew word for praise, halal, can also mean shine, like shine a light or a candle shines. And maybe... There is an aspect of shining the light on God's great goodness in our praise and worship, at least in some sense or another. Well, I note here that the Psalms, all full of agonized cries and pleas for help and many, many gut-wrenching prayers, all of those Psalms close out with a Psalm that is of absolutely pure, single, untainted focus on the absolute praise of God. No requests here, no crying out, no help me Lord because I'm drowning, just praise. And Pastor Eugene Peterson has some interesting words on that saying, all prayer pursued far enough becomes praise. Any prayer, no matter how desperate its origin, no matter how angry and fearful the experiences it traverses, ends up in praise. It does not always get there quickly or easily. The trip can take a lifetime, but the end is always praise. It may take years, decades even, before certain prayers arrive at the hallelujahs like in Psalm 150. Not every prayer is capped off with praise. In fact, most prayers, if the Psalter is a true guide, are not capped in praise. Most prayers don't end that way. We're in misery often. Prayer is always reaching towards praise, though, and will finally arrive there when earth and heaven meet. But one other thing to observe about this psalm, note the loudness, the exuberance, the passion. Now, there may be times for solemn worship that is quiet and subtle, but this psalm shows us most clearly that there will always be a time for loud and expressive and wholehearted praise to God. One does not read the psalms and walk away thinking the best way to worship God is quietly and in a, with a emotionless sort of withdrawn matter. On this subject, Spurgeon said, Let the clash of the loudest music be the Lord's. Let the joyful clang of the loftiest notes be all for him. Praise has beaten the timbrel, swept the harp, and sounded the trumpet, and now, for a last effort, awakening the most heavy of slumberers and startling the most indifferent of onlookers, she dashes together the discs of brass and, with sounds both loud and high, proclaims the glories of the Lord. Beautiful. And now, one final time, let's read Psalm 150. Verse 1, Hallelujah! Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty expanse. Praise Him for His powerful acts. Praise Him for His abundant greatness. Praise Him with the blast of a ram's horn. Praise Him with harp and lyre. Praise Him with tambourine and dance. Praise Him with strings and flute. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Now, Let's close with our Bible memory verse for the month of December. It's Revelation 5.12, and it says, They said with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who is slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. And let me do something that I don't normally do. In fact, this may be the first time this year. I want to close out also with 
A couple of final words from Spurgeon on this psalm, which he uses as a call to worship. So hear this, having listened to Psalm 150, and let it, that psalm, lead us into not just hearing the word, but doing the word. In other words, let it lead us into worship and praise right now. This is what Spurgeon says. Once more, hallelujah. Thus is the psalm rounded with the note of praise, and thus is the book of Psalms ended by a glowing word of adoration. Listener, wilt not thou at this moment pause a while and worship the Lord thy God? Hallelujah.